So way too many veterinarians just keep digging a deeper and deeper rut by working harder and harder instead of taking the time to, again, work on their practice and not just in it. So working harder isn't the solution. Working smarter is. Hi, everyone, and a very warm welcome to the Vet Method podcast. My name is Sanjay Mangabai, and I'm here in the historic cathedral city of Salisbury in the southwest of England. And today, I'm really honored to be joined by Peter Weinstein. Hi, Peter. Welcome. Sanjay, pleasure to be here. And I wish I could say I was in the cathedral city, but I'm more in the Disneyland city of Orange County, California. Oh, maybe we could swap. <laughs> <laughs> So you already said whereabouts you you are. What's the weather like there at the moment, Peter? It is uh, 70 degrees, light clouds, no breeze, another, you know, beautiful Southern California day. Oh, fantastic. And we're having one of those rare summer days in the UK. So um, that's brilliant. A little bit about Peter. He's a father, a veterinarian, a leader, visionary, and disruptor. A former hospital owner, Peter has been involved with all levels of the veterinary profession, for over 30 years. And I know, Peter, that that's just the tip of the iceberg because in 2018, you were Speaker of the Year for the Western Veterinary Conference for the Practice Management sec uh, section. Is that right? That is correct. Mm -hmm. I, I was honored by the attendees to be considered a high-quality speaker that year, and that's one of the uh, the true honors that, that I, as a, as a speaker, have received. Fantastic. So the title of the podcast is Working On, Not Just In Your Practice. And we're going to talk about that for the next few minutes. Okay, Peter, let's start with question number one. Who is your ideal client? Well, if I could take some clay and mold them into an ideal client, they would be committed, focused, dedicated. They would be an honest leader, and it would be the leader and their team. Mm -hmm. And I do work outside of the veterinary profession as well, but most often my work is within the veterinary profession. So a dedicated, focused, committed, honest leader and their team are the optimal client if I, if I could create them and, and model them. Oh, fantastic. And I notice you're stressing the word team. So whole idea is that they can't do it on their own. They need their whole team behind them. Absolutely. Veterinarian is a team sport, even even a single doctor practice that needs somebody to help them from a support standpoint. We can't do what we do as veterinarians without finding a group of, of individuals who can work with us and work with each other and come together, much like a football team in the UK comes together to to win a team at a veterinary hospital can come together and win as well. They need to come together to truly win. So true. Perfect. That leads us nicely onto question number two. What's the biggest problem your clients face and how do you help them solve it? I think most practices and most people have problems with chaos control. Ah. I think we live in a world of chaos. Uh, we're bombarded consistently by knowledge, by information. Uh, we have so many technology resources that we can tap into. So I think the the problem that I like to solve is to take and, and try to get the chaos under control and to do so by helping people and practices set up appropriate systems and processes and checklists that allow them to fine tune so that they do it right 
each time, every time, all the time, and that they can learn how to delegate and focus on what their strengths are there. I mean, there are only certain things that veterinarians need to be doing when they're a doctor. There are certain things that management team needs to be doing from a management standpoint. And if we can focus on our strengths and delegate other things to other members of the team, we can take and control the chaos by having appropriate systems and processes in place. Absolutely. And uh, having been a practice owner for 20 years, I know so well that veterinary practices are places of that chaos you talked about, you know, places of distraction, you know, so many things happening at the same time. But um, as you say, it's important to think about developing some symptoms, uh, uh, systems and delegating, maybe even outsourcing a lot of the a lot of the processes. Fantastic. That leads us nicely on to question number three. What are the typical symptoms that people experience with that problem? You know, their pain points. I think the the biggest symptom is exhaustion, burnout, and, and it comes from spending too much time working in their practice, not enough time working on their practice. Yeah. And it's it's spending too much time working with too little return on their investment. There are way too many practices out there with veterinarians working lengthy work weeks, and they're really taking home nothing more than they would if it was a job, not just a business that they own and not just a career that they're building. So I think it's very important that people in, in, in any role within the practice team spend their time working appropriately and get a good return for the investment of that time. Time is a commodity that we can't, we can't get back once we spend it. And so I think it's extremely important that we make appropriate utilization of our time so that we have time for ourselves as well. Because mm -hmm. I think we spend way too much time focusing on, on the business and, and other things and, and not necessarily enough time uh, scheduled to, to take, care, uh, take care of number one, take care of ourselves. Absolutely. Again, I'm, I'm guilty of doing that. I thought that, like, probably like many veterinarians, that the answer to, to things is working harder and working longer, just throwing more time, more energy, and hopefully that'll solve the problem. And I guess it works to a point. But then it leads to that thing you alluded to just now, that burnout, you know, the mental and even physical exhaustion. Absolutely. That was, that's so true, Peter. Thank you. And question number four, what are the common mistakes that people make when trying to solve that problem? You know, the things they thought might work, but don't. The things they try but fail at. Well, they try and fail at everything. And they. <laughs> what happens is, is most people, when they get deeper into the quicksand, is they start working harder, which is the wrong thing to do when you get deeper into the quicksand. Mm -hmm. the, the most important thing that you can do is take a step back. Uh, there's a quote, and I, I'd love to give the resource, but I don't know what it was. Mm -hmm. Do you know the difference between a rut and a grave? The depth and how long you're in it. <laughs> yes, that's and so true. So way too many veterinarians just keep digging a deeper and deeper rut by working harder and harder instead of taking the time to, again, work on their practice and, and, and not just in it. So working harder isn't the solution. Working smarter is. And I know we've heard that quote, and I know it's become somewhat mundane, but we really, as a profession at all levels, companion animal, food animal, equine, whatever, we need to learn how to be smarter in what we do so we don't have to work harder. Absolutely. And it's easy 
again, to fall into that trap, you know, the work harder thing. But like you say, it's about taking time away, maybe time to work on your business, develop a strategy so that you can achieve the same or hopefully better results and maybe even work less. Wouldn't that be a good thing? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So question number five, what is one valuable free action that someone listening to this can implement that will help them solve that problem? What's your top tip? So my top tip is Wanji, and it's also the name of the podcast, the Wanji, work on, not just in your practice. My suggestion is that you take time and go sit on a mountaintop, go sit in Stonehenge in your backyard and look (laughs) at it. Think about it. Think about your practice. Stop the doing and start the thinking. Create a vision or a direction or a plan going forward. Way too many veterinarians drive their business looking in the rear view mirror. Mm -hmm. And we really need to be driving our business looking through the windshield. And so Wanji working on means setting uh, the GPS, setting your parameters, setting your direction, and then making the plans that are necessary to get you there. So instead of each day being a, a repetition of the prior day, each mm-hmm. day should be a step forward. Even a 1% increase, excuse me, 1% improvement over the prior day is an improvement in and heading in the right direction. Wanji, Wanji, work on, not just in. Fantastic. And I love that analogy of not looking, of not managing your practice by looking in the rear view mirror, but instead focusing on the windshield. It seems counterintuitive that just when you're so busy, that's the time you need to take time away from it. And think about how you can uh, improve. So let's go to question number six, only two questions to go. What is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will further help with that problem? There is no one valuable free resource. There is no silver bullet, no easy fix. This is a multifactorial issue in any business. So I could send you to a plethora of websites, landing pages, books, and resources, but there are there are no one answer. So my suggestions are leaders are readers. Leaders are readers. So tap into resources, tap into books, list whether you listen to them as audiobooks, whether you get book summaries, but we should continuously be filling our brain with new information and not necessarily information that's veterinary based, but information based upon other successful businesses and the way people run their businesses. So leaders are readers. That's number one. Number two, leaders surround themselves with their weaknesses so they can focus on their strengths. So if you are not good at something, find somebody who can do that for you. Don't try to be everything to everybody. Focus on what you do best and delegate the rest. Focus on what you do best and delegate the rest. And that's either from a clinical standpoint or management standpoint. We don't have to have all the answers. We have Mm -hmm. to know the people who do. And then the third thing is if you really want to work on your problems, you have to have a true vision and direction that you can pursue. Otherwise, you're just spinning in circles. Our, our good friend Dave Nickel has the Hamster Wheel podcast, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what very many veterinarians are, is they're just in a hamster wheel spinning their wheels. We need a direction. We need a focus and something to pursue. Human beings are goal-seeking organisms. Mm-hmm. And if we have goals and every day we move towards those goals, we will move our practice towards those goals as well. 
Okay, fantastic. Those are all really, really good um, resources, I would imagine. Yeah, um, and you talked about being a continuous learner, never stopping. We're always learners, and that you've got to you've got to read. Readers are leaders. Think about focusing on what you're good at, on your genius, and outsource or delegate everything else, and have a vision, have a goal, have something that's defined that you're striving to get to. Okay, and finally, question number seven. What's the one thing, Peter, that I should have asked you that I didn't? <laughs> well, you should have asked me about my family because that's always where your focus should be, number one, anyhow. <laughs> so I think one of the things I'm most proud of is I do ha I have two daughters. I think they're wonderful. One of whom is in her entering her third year in veterinary school at Oregon State University. Wow. So I will have a second generation veterinarian at, at some point in time. And I think that you know, I, I think it's important to keep a life balance. I think it's important to take 100% responsibility for your actions and, and not blame others. I think it's very easy for us to look at things when they go south and try to find somebody to to blame. But I, I think it's it's how we respond to our experiences that ultimately determine our outcomes and our success. The one thing that that you should have asked me is how do we do all of these things? And I think it just really goes back to, to being committed to change, to not being afraid to change, and to have a, a desire to be better tomorrow than you are today. That's so, so, so true. Thank you, Peter. And I, I love the emphasis on family. And, you know, we tend to focus everything on our careers. And that work-life balancing is having something outside of work that... Uh, that you need to focus on and go to. Thank you, thank you, Peter. You gave us some really valuable insights about how to work on your business and not just in it. I'm, I'm sure our listeners will take away some really valuable tips. And once again, I just wanna say thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. It was a privilege having you as a guest on my podcast. Thank you, Sanjay. And if I could do a self-serving statement, if, uh, if you want to read a little bit more, uh, The E-Myth Veterinarian, which I had the great opportunity to co-author with Michael Gerber, mm -hmm. uh, it's available on Amazon, both as a hard copy book and an audio book. I, I think you can get some additional insights from that as well. So thanks, everybody. And thank you, Sanjay, for the opportunity. Thank you.